0: For Life Radio, episode number 152. Your hosts, Gary and Will. Back. Today we are talking about recovery We're recovering, baby. So we know we want to exercise for positive adaptions. We want good things to happen, you know, challenge our muscles. But how do you get the adaptions?
1: Adaptations? Mm-hmm. Is it adaptions?
0: adaptions adaptations, adaptations? that's got to be the word maybe it's both okay all right respect yep so will's had a lot of questions at the the gym people kind of ask hey how do i know if i'm recovery recovering yeah or am i
1: like, am i working out too frequently
0: mm-hmm. and you yeah. know it, it sometimes it's hard to know when you
1: don't know what to look for i guess mm-hmm. so um so yeah just figuring out what does
0: it look like when we're not recovering yeah and, and why, what do we do about it why, why is it so important yeah so, first thing to start off with is to you want to understand the principle that when we work out, when we train, when you do all these things, when you go, what you know, anything physical, the benefits, the exercise, the training itself is not the magic. No. Nope. The rest between the training is what actually improves our fitness. Yeah. So... I mean, you can dig such a deep hole. You can, you know, go until you're, you know, lying in a pool sweat on your back. And if you don't recover from that, you nothing positive happened from nope. it. Nope. So it's it's almost a detriment to yeah. you. You can actually dig a deeper hole, recovery debt. Um, and now again, the problem is we get attached and fall in love with our short-term sensations yeah. and satisfactions. You know, so oh, this was so exhausting. I feel so tired. Um, that must be good, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah, or the the slight bit of endorphins from, you mm-hmm. know, doing something like that.
0: But realize it's all just, yeah, sensations. There's adrenaline pumping. There's, you know, all these different things. They're just feelings. Yep. Right? And when we get too attached to feelings, it's not great. No. It's, it's sensations. not great. And then we talk about this all the time. You know, there's a difference from when you're 40 years old and you're 20 years old. For right? sure. And it's not so much in your actual body, so much it's it's in your life, your lifestyle, and and it all comes down to this bucket, that bucket of stress we talk about, right? We just typically have more stress. There's more on your plate, more financial
1: responsibility. Yep. You're responsible for other human beings a lot of times. Mm-hmm. It, um,
0: you own a house. I mean, it's just a lot more, yeah. you know, on the line for you. Yeah, and you have to recover from that. Literally, it it's crazy to, but you could be sitting there. Say you're sitting there right now, and you're thinking about something right now and you're thinking about the impending uh what's the thing we're about to be in recession yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're 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 thinking about the recession literally that stress right there requires you you to come back from recover from Mm -hmm. like it goes in it is the same as you just hit uh you know a super wad smash down Burpee fest, right? Like, that stress, and so is you sitting there thinking about the recession and then realizing you got to go pick up your kid at school and you're 20 minutes late and then realizing uh, you haven't even gotten groceries and then having to cook it and then trying to decide what to eat, right? So it's Um, just this long rolling stress through the day. And when you're 20, you got nothing. What are you thinking about? (laughs) Just, you know,
1: (laughs) we don't have to go there. So
0: (laughs) we, we all know and yeah so that has to be factored in right that's why you kind of got to approach things differently right so again training itself doesn't make the magic that's why when people go and they just this is uh, i mean we'll, this would make a tangent but you know people want this like they think of exercise as this transaction right so say you're choosing where you want to go exercise at, and you you're going to pick the place that gives you the hardest workout that one time right when the reality is like any it's you're not even hard. It's not, it's not a skill for a coach or trainer to make a hard workout. No, it's actually, like, really... <laughs> like it's, <laughs> easy. it's the easiest thing. It's kind of insulting Run around this building is. three times, come in, do 40 burpees, run back around the building, then come in. You know, like, it's... Like, that's going to be tiring for anybody, no matter your fitness level, really. Yeah. So then if you're based, oh, well, this made me the most tired, uh, this was the best workout. But the reality is... And may you may be able to get away with that once a week or every now and, th- but then if that's your expectation and that's w- the way you're training day in and day out like y- it's there's no benefit nah it's not good, and it's going to come back to get you and generally, like you end up in some way worse off, yeah after a long time of that if you can't recover from it, so the real reality is you you should judge that probably the opposite of most people's intuition. Mm-hmm. If someone smacks you down the first time and almost every time you come in, you should be like I need to uh I need another. It's almost a red flag <laughs> yeah. if you know if your goal is to really get something out of the exercise.
1: Now if you want it to be this short-term, I don't know, dopamine hit or something that just feels good and rewarding in the moment then, yeah. hey, that's fine. That's your prerogative. But most people do want
0: something larger out of fitness. Mm-hmm. So now we know our body can only adapt when we rest, while we rest to compensate for the stress that we have put on it from yeah. like, say this hard training session or moderate training session or easy training session. They all need some recovery to adapt. Mm-hmm. Um, so the recovery is what enables fitness and strength. Like, yeah, you can't. And, and here's the thing that's like the most frustrating part to watch is people want to go train harder and do more and more and more. And then they don't take their recovery, which we'll dive into here, but the two biggest pieces that most people know is like sleep and nutrition, mm-hmm. right? So the reality is if you're going to train harder and more, you need to scale your seriousness and effort and time towards sleep and fitness or uh, nutrition just as much, but people yeah. don't do that. No. So you're now actually by thinking you're like training harder. You're actually like pushing yourself further and further away from making progress with mm-hmm. your fitness.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it does need to be balanced on all three sides. And, you know, when one side, you know, the the training intensity goes up, the other ones need
0: to yeah. go up right with them. Yeah, it's actually the the flip, right? The, the better your recovery, then the more frequently and more intense you can train. Yeah. The less serious you take or the worse your recovery, then the less frequent, less intense you need to train. Yeah. And that's – and I
1: think – you know, a good example, actually, would be somebody that's a professional athlete. Their whole entire job is to be to perform. Mm-hmm. So those are the people you see training multiple times a day, but their recovery is on point. And they have people just whose dedicated job on these teams is to make sure people yeah. are recovering. You know, their nutrition is on point. But, they you know, they're taking advantage of every modality available. And even then, like, these dudes get hurt and they, you know sometimes uh, burn out and then, you know, then look at yourself and you have so much more to worry about and you're not getting paid millions of dollars mm-hmm. to do it. So you really need to kind of adjust your, your outlook on you know, where you're at and what you have on your plate.
0: Yeah, and if, you are, oh, if your training stress is more, more deposits than your recovery, then that's how you end up overtraining and debt you know yeah and overreaching which which gets you gets you in trouble right so what are some symptoms of that like what what are we what do you look for you know with uh, overtraining um typically you'll you you won't be gaining strength right Mm -hmm. so this is the other thing it also comes down to like if you're just kind of going to the gym and just doing stuff it's it's harder to tell because um, yeah, you're not tracking. You don't things, have any right?
1: metrics to compare. Yeah,
0: so for one is like your strength. So if you have a couple key lifts you track on, and you're not getting stronger, and by, and by stronger too, it, it could be a number of things. You could be getting more repetitions. You could be getting. You could be adding more weight. You could be having more control over your repetitions. Um, so you know, it's not always just adding yeah, weight. It could be, hey, this movement feels way better than it did a month ago, mm-hmm. and that's improvement. Mm-hmm. Another common one is you got to pay a little more. Uh, attention intuition with but it's like your mood you know you should not i think a lot of people then start to accept this as natural as how i feel but so you get you almost can get in this like zombie-like state and, and you, i mean you'll just feel it right and your, your mood's down your energy's mm-hmm. down um you'll struggle with your sleep you get sick all the time um sex drive yeah can tank right so all those things are typically signs um, now the the three that we noticed, so for a little more for Gen Pop. Wh- or wh- what do you think? Um, you know, kind of for like what the symptoms of overtraining. Yeah, and just key key stuff. I think the average person will recognize. And I mean, notice. I think loss of loss of
1: strength is an easy one. Mm-hmm. If I think you are somewhat tracking, because it's easy to know like if you're training consistently. Hey, I did thirty five pounds last week, and I can't even get that this week, and I haven't been able to yeah. get back to that in four weeks. Like, that's a pretty cut-and-dry one that even somebody who, you know, doesn't pay a ton of attention to their exercises would probably notice. Yeah. Um, another one's feeling you're
0: sore all the time. Yeah. If you are sore all the time, something yeah. has to change. That, is, that does not mean you had a good workout. No. No. <laughs> like, soreness is not an indicator of a good workout. It's, it's
1: Soreness is such a funny thing because I think people think of it as, like, I'm sore. It was a good workout. I'm benefiting from this. It's, all, it's almost like it's this transaction of soreness equals good. And the reality is, like, soreness is not a good indicator mm-hmm. of your train, like, of, like, a good workout at all. Now, sometimes, like, you are going to be sore. Yeah. That's just sometimes there's no bones about it. You go up and weight. You're doing a new exercise. Sometimes that's fine. Yeah. Um, some, I, I get this question from some newer people when they're like, I'm never sore. Like, or they—they they are they're kind of like down. They're like, I feel like I'm not doing something right because I'm never sore. And then the line of questioning will be like, "Well, are you getting stronger on mm-hmm. your lifts?" And they're usually like, "Yeah, you know, do you feel do you feel fine? Do you, you know does do things yeah. hurt?" And they're like, "No." To be honest with you, that's just a golden situation where you're continuing to get stronger week yep. in and week yep. out, and you're never sore. Like your yep. recovery is good, you know. So. Um yeah, soreness is not an indicator of being a good workout. However, it can be an indicator of doing too much, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, if you're insanely sore, I know a lot yeah. of people have had days like this where, like, you can't walk yeah. the
0: next day. And what they're finding is it's like, in a way, like inflammation of almost like the nervous system. Yeah. So it's like your nervous system sends signals to like these, you know, muscles and areas. And um, again, you can't avoid it completely no you know a little bit of soreness is normal especially like will said when there's a new novel exercise that's why it's it's like a your your nervous system's kind of like heightened this, yeah. was, this was new right um but then yeah that that's you, you don't want that all the time right yep um and that's gonna if you're
1: insanely sore say your legs are just crushed and then the next day you do legs again your performance is going to be way worse like it's just you know your nervous system is not in tip-top shape it's not recovered and those muscles are not recovered either so it's going to you're going to be down regulated so then yeah. your performance is going to suck and that session is going to
0: do nothing for mm-hmm. you and truthfully the ideal workout program would probably be like ba- so balanced that you would never be sore yeah. that that would actually be like the ideal situation yeah. because all soreness does is hinder you right mm-hmm. you're, you're not able to move as well you may be less likely to work out cuz you're so sore um, so yeah, the ideal fitness program would be no soreness and, but all your other indicate progress indicators are, are moving. Yeah. Um, and that's, is that a reality with our modern
1: life? Probably not for a lot of people, which is okay, but still making, you know,
0: strides towards that, mm-hmm. like, you know, trying to get as much sleep as possible yeah. and, you know, all of that. So I think for average person, like that's an easy, obvious indicator. Are you sore all the time? Another one's like, are you getting sick often? Yeah. Right. So immune suppression. Again, when we're overstressed and not recovering enough, we, we typically, our immune system is compromised. Mm-hmm. We're going to get sick more often. Yep. You know, little sore throat. You know, all it, could be <laughs> <laughs> it could be like little things like that. Um, so those, those are kind of two obvious ones. Um, what w- wasn't there one more we talked about before? Um, I, I think it was, yeah, your, your exercise performance. You're, yeah. you know, you're not getting better. Your mood. So, so those three are going to be like the most common ones. Yeah. Um, that most people will notice, right? So like, Hey, well, am I, how do I know if I'm recovering? Well, those, those are the things like, you're not getting sore often. You're making progress, you know? So you have a few key lifts you're tracking, you have maybe a couple conditioning. If you do little hit circuits, you know, air bike, things like that, that you can kind of compare on. Um, and yeah, over time, those are getting better. Right. And your, your general well is pretty good. Now, again, this is where, So when you're trying to set this up to rights, hey, how do I make sure I am recovering, right? So you kind of want to match, right? If you have a stressful life, if you're a high anxiety, high stressor person, um, if you know your nutrition and sleep, you struggle with those things, do not try and go work out five, six days a week. You can't counter (laughs) poor sleep and poor nutrition with
1: just more working out. Yeah. It's just it doesn't. It doesn't cancel it out. Yep. It makes it does the
0: opposite. It makes it worse. So really, I mean, for most people, if you don't have extreme goals, body, and physique, fitness goals, like the base that we talk about is a great place to start Two full body resistance strength training workouts a week and then try to get like 150 minutes of to- walking stuff, mm-hmm. you know, in right. So two strength workouts, 20, 30 minute walk a day. Start there. And y- if you recover, and hopefully you'll be able to recover from that, you're going to be making tons of progress. More progress than if you were trying to train six days a week and do a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and you're
1: crushing yourself every um, week.
0: Now, if you can scale or you build the habits of taking your nutrition more serious, getting enough sleep, scale that Scale that workout up if you want. Scale, yeah. scale that frequency up. Scale the intensity up. Um, but realize they go hand in hand, right? Um, and so, yeah, what are those things, those recovery things? What, you know we'll get into the details of that. So you have to prioritize it, right? Like it has to be a priority because none of this stuff is like necessarily convenient or it, yeah, our natural modern environment makes these things harder.
1: Yeah. And we have to work more to do them. The exercising is rarely the culprit Mm -hmm. for, for that. It's usually something else that needs to, to really be looked at.
0: Yeah. So those things you want to focus on, you want to prioritize are getting enough high quality sleep, well, I mean, I mean that speaks for to itself. Be,
1: to be honest, that is probably the most important yeah. habit of all of them, because so many things, so many dominoes fall after that that are you know key. Um, and we've done episodes on sleep, but you know if you're not getting enough sleep, your stress hormones are higher the next day. Your hunger hormones are way off, so you're more likely to to grab you know higher or more dense yeah. uh, calorie dense foods. Your mood is going to be off, so You know, it it just, it's kind of all encompassing, you know, everything falls into place
0: when your sleep is on point. Yeah. So that's one, uh, balance and vary your fitness program. Mm -hmm. So again, if you're going to some program that just makes every workout as hard as possible, that's crap. Yeah. Garbage. That's crap. Garbagio. Um, now you can figure out yourself how to balance it, you know, or hire a coach, you know, that you can get programs to go do it. Yourself at Planet Fitness or mm-hmm. like a gym like Coastal Strength and Fitness, uh, where there's pro- the programming's done for you. Uh, but ultimately, yeah, you're balancing like we said frequency and, and intensity levels. So not e- so some workouts should be lower intensity, or you have um, you know suggested off days or just active recovery like walking mm-hmm. or like you know a s- cardio circuit where you keep purposely keeping your heart rate lower. Um, th- those kind of things, right? So balance again. And your fitness program is key for recovery so you're giving yourself a chance based on you know what you can do recovery wise um kind of hand in hand with that taking it easier like or just yeah having off days having recovery days yeah. right where you just walk um just chill you you like that's productive mm-hmm. again so getting enough calories and nutrients you know that's like, a big one you know where you know if you try to if you're trying to lose weight that's where that's another factor right like you typically have then you have to eat less well so you're not going to be able to like train as hard when you're yeah. di- when you're dieting and you're
1: not going to you're not going to pr- progress as well mm-hmm. when you're trying to lose weight, which is okay. Your goal is you know, to it's lose added, weight, and you, that's fine. You
0: understand that's added stress, yeah. and, and you're compensating for that. Now, at the same token, this is where a lot of people go wrong when they try to diet or lose weight. Well, let me just eat as little as possible. Mm-hmm. right? Let me just starve myself. Let me make, make be more drastic than I need to be, when the reality is, no, you want to give yourself – you want to make every nutrient count. You, you want to eat as much as you can while still losing weight. Yeah. You want to prioritize protein. You're essentially you,
1: trying to get away with as much as possible.
0: Yeah. And make sure that you're getting the things you need, Mm -hmm. right? Um, You're getting enough protein. You're getting enough micronutrients. And then the balance of calories is just basically energy nutrients, which then your body can get from stored body fat. So you can – if you walk that tightrope and get in that slight deficit, you can get everything you need and lose weight. Now, when you get leaner and leaner and leaner, then that doesn't happen, right? But most people, unless you're a bodybuilder, you don't have to worry about that. So, again – that's where nutrition, getting enough of it, um, feeding, feeding your activity levels, right? Um, you don't you want to avoid those drastic calorie deficits. Yeah,
1: because like it'll work mm-hmm. until it doesn't, and a lot of times we lose yeah. muscle mass when we do that, which um, we've covered a million times. But makes it harder as you're losing muscle mass. Say you lose muscle mass, then you gain a bunch of fat back. Then it's even harder to lose weight without that. muscle mass you had before so it just starts this vicious vicious cycle of gaining and losing a lot of people find themselves
0: in yeah and also on that flip side like it's very possible this is where like eating like crap like you can get enough calories way more calories Mm -hmm. you start gaining fat but also if a lot of those calories are empty meaning they don't have a lot of micronutrition you could be getting plenty of calories but not the nutrients you need but be yeah and that's going to cause problems right Mm -hmm. you know your body needs building blocks to with again protein is the one that does all this. So if you aren't getting optimal protein, realize the recommendation of like 50 grams a day is to prevent deficiencies yeah. for basically... That's a bare minimum. ...inactive person. Yep. So, and most of the people we meet with, and these are people who are now training, they barely hit 50 grams a day. Yeah. Right? So... But like you're not even getting what you need to stay alive as a human yeah. that just sits there. But then they could be overweight, so they're getting plenty of calories. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, but you're, you're missing that specific nutrients you may need. Right. And that's where that stuff matters. Especially then when, again, when you fold in tons of activity. Um, Yeah.
1: Protein, I think is probably the biggest focus for it Mm -hmm. because so many
0: people are pretty low
1: on it. Like they'll start working out and they are at 40, 50 grams and
0: it's just not going to cut it. Yeah. You're just not, it'd be like hiring someone, you know, you get this awesome design for this house, get a, get a great contractor Mm -hmm. and then you just literally don't give them enough um, materials. And you're like, Why? why what's wrong? Why yeah, can't you why build the house?" My house built? They don't even have the materials. Yeah.
1: So you can't expect to get to the point you want to get to if you're not
0: giving yourself, you know, yeah. the materials that it needs to get there. And that's what people have to understand. Like this is serious. Like you, there's some nutrition nutrients your body can make itself, but then there's these essential uh nutrients that you can only get from food. And Basically, the main ones are these certain essential amino acids, which Mm -hmm. are proteins, certain proteins. You can only get them from food. If you're not getting enough, if your body is not getting enough of these protein, these amino acids from food, it cannot link together and build, rebuild. Like the the process that goes on, it literally cannot do it so you're literally just breaking your body down breaking your body down yeah cuz your body's going to
1: it's going to use those from some like if it needs something mm-hmm. for for a crucial operation it's 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 going to well, take
0: it from your muscle yeah it's going to find it it's going to get it and it's an expensive process yes. for your body and then it's going to take it from the muscle right and then you're losing muscle so you're just breaking down breaking down and yeah again you're so you're not recovering so then you factor a bunch of high intensity exercise and you could just be fast forwarding the process of breaking down Mm -hmm. it'd be almost better not to almost whittling yourself down not to do any of that if you're not gonna uh eat enough protein so yeah those are the big three right like sleep balancing your fitness program and getting enough nutrition proper nutrition boom right there and yeah guess what we're completely familiar that it's easy to say that but it's not easy to execute, right? Yeah, that's, we know that. I mean, people struggle with nutrition. It's habit change, lifestyle change. It takes a lot. Uh, sleep, same thing. Um, yeah, if you could just fall asleep and stay asleep for seven hours, I'm sure you would. But most people we meet with, they struggle with that, yeah. right? So that's where you got to develop. Look, really the th- main thing for those two things is establishing routine. And and bringing some awareness to awareness to yourself and cha- habit, you got to change habits, mm-hmm. right? You have to. Yeah, you can't just
1: keep trying to have the same yeah. bedtime routine and expect to sleep differently yeah. or sleep more. Well,
0: here's the thing: most of us, like, if you have to get up, you normally have to get up to be somewhere, so you have this set time. So if you have to get up at say 7 a.m. and ultimately you stay up till midnight, and the last two hours you're up, you're just flipping TikTok. I mean, it just comes down to priorities. Mm-hmm. Like, you you can do that, you can go to bed. Yeah, (laughs) you (laughs) You know, it's like
1: TikTok in the morning, man.
0: uh, And and the reality is you're just losing those two hours. Mm Because no matter what, you still have to get up at 7, right? Yeah. So you can go to bed at... Yeah, that's a non-negotiable. 10, or you can go to bed at midnight. That's two hours of sleep. And then we can get even deeper. Also, the sooner you go to bed, the more likely it is you get higher quality, deeper sleep. So it's also diminishing by waiting and waiting. Uh, But ultimately, again, the point of that is you're you're probably going to have to make changes that are hard.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, so. do, and do them one at a time, you know? You don't have to do a, a full overhaul because we know that rarely works. So just try one thing to improve it. It could be, hey, I'm going to get off my phone at 10 o'clock every night, mm-hmm. you know? And not even expecting, like, I'm going to be dead asleep at 10, but just I'm going to get off my phone, I'm going to go get in bed, or maybe I'm going to read, and that helps you fall asleep a little sooner. Yeah. You know, it could be something that easy instead of feeling like, hey, i got to change my whole life.
0: Yep. And then the reality is, like, all three of these things... You may need help. You may need that. That's where why we believe in like coaching, right? Mm-hmm. Look, balancing, varying your workout program. Hey, like hire a reputable and good coach to do, to help you do that. You may not have the time to figure that out for yourself. Same thing like nutrition, coaching, lifestyle coaching, these, it, like you already know kind of things you need to do. It's not necessarily about that. It's about having that accountability and push to help you um, actually do it and stick with it long enough. Mm-hmm. For it to actually change, we we just had a um, client finish up like three months of nutrition coaching, and she in the little like uh, form that we have people fill out, uh, I'll share with you it's a point she made that I thought you know it's like oh man like that's this is yeah important, and just so like what advice would you give someone who's overwhelmed with their diet and thinking? Of hiring a coach, and she mentioned we could all use a cheerleader sometimes because our inner voice is not always the kindest or most honest voice in the room. Absolutely. And yeah, the reality is like, yeah, most people, 99% of people, are gonna sabotage yourself via mm-hmm. yeah, being mean to themselves or yeah. being, oh, I
1: failed, I'm a failure, I'm going back to or, this. And not celebrating a small victory because um, it's yeah. not
0: good enough. Or lying to yourself. Yeah. You know, like ah, oh, you know what? Like I did only eat this or that, or like I had to stay up because um, I was doing something. You know, we we just kind of like start to like, sh- you know, soften the corners, mm-hmm. shade the the gray. Yeah, you know. So yeah, having a coach is going to help keep you honest and also like be a positive voice. Yeah, you know, um, and a lot of people that that may be your missing link. So don't be afraid to lean into that. If, if you've tried and tried and tried, like don't keep blaming yourself. Like most people do those things. Like you're not alone if you just,
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, actually yesterday I had the same thing happen um, at the gym, I believe. And somebody was, you know, we were were doing an exercise um, that we've been tracking weekly and I was like, well, you know, what, you know, what did you get up to on this exercise? How did you do? And they were like, Oh, I only did this. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I could have done more and it was like a PR, you know, Mm -hmm. like they went up five pounds from the previous week or 10 pounds and did a few more reps. Like, how is that not a PR? So like helping that person celebrate, like you just crushed it and you should be proud of yourself, but instead you feel like you didn't do enough, you know, and, and being a coach part of that is, you know, helping turn that person's point of view around and, and giving them that praise that they deserve for like, for killing it, you know, like you're in a good spot. So don't, you know, beat yourself up over it. Yeah.
0: So there you go. Recovery. Re- recovery. 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 If you only remember one thing, remember the training itself isn't the magic. Nah. It's the rest between mm-hmm. that improves your fitness. Yep. So just, you know,
1: take a good look. Little, uh, a little awareness at how do I feel during my week. Could I take something away, mm-hmm. you know, as far as training goes, should I, do I need more sleep? Yeah. Most people know how much they sleep. There's not many people where you could ask how many hours they slept and they're not, you know, somewhat sure of, of where they were at, whether it's yep. three or 12. Um, yeah. So you have an idea of where you're at. It's just a matter of making a little change here and there. Yeah.
0: And from a practical standpoint, so really, yeah, if you're sore all the time, if you have a, your mood's off, if you aren't making progress with your exercise, then look at, man, could I get to bed an hour earlier? Can I, do I need to address my nutrition more? Again, like Will said, we know if we're like taking that serious or not. Yep. Um, and, or, and or, um, yeah, maybe I need to sk- skip an extra day, mm-hmm. train less, lower yeah. my intensity. You know. Training frequency can be an, an easier variable to
1: change up front, I mm-hmm. think um and the, versus the other one the other ones require a lot of habit change whereas if you train four days a week and you go to three days a week there's not that much you know that really needs to to change the, right? the,
0: the reality is in the way i approach it you're always b- almost better off leaning towards too little than too much Absolutely. because again if we want to know we can recover we'll know we Will be fully recovering from too little. And then the reality is, if you're just consistent over the long time, you'll get your gains, you'll get your progress mm-hmm. because you're consistent and recovering, right? Yep. You don't have to really doubt it. So it's l- uh, typically if, you, if you're busy, stressed, you know, it's just better to lean towards a little yeah. too less. I, right? I think
1: for most people, too to three days is all you would ever need. Yep. Of, any,
0: any of, of strength training. Yep. And then you're- Or in high and, you know, strength training is like a higher- Intensity. Intensity, like, yeah. so, you know, strength training or like a hit circuit. Um, yeah, two, two to four in general, but two to three for most people we be fine. Like two strength and one hit or three strength. And then the other days, like low intensity, walking, active recovery- Bike riding, things your, like that. Things like that. Yeah. You know, that's gonna be good. Now, most people then, now if you're getting your sleep, nutrition, you're getting your protein. We won't even make you be like super picky with you. As long as you're getting your protein, getting your sleep, then a good setup that we like for people's like three strength days and one like hit cardio mm-hmm. type session. Yeah. Right? Cause
1: generally you're, you're going to cover everything
0: with um, that. So that, yeah, then have at it. Now, if you're someone who wants to do it all and, and push your intensity, then, yeah, you better be on point with your nutrition. You better be hitting all your macros, your calories. You better be getting seven hours of sleep, good sleep. At least seven, cons- yeah. Consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, it's like, it's futile. Yep. Yeah. I think a good takeaway from this
1: is as far as training goes, more is absolutely not better. For most people, more is going to be worse. Mm-hmm. Um, if we consider like three days yeah. as a good baseline. More than that. Is a lot of times going to take away yep so you know if you are feeling run down or your joints are hurting or you're always sore or your mood is
0: terrible then you absolutely should look at yeah. all of these factors yep so you you know joint pain you'll notice oh my shoulders are achy my knees are achy like that's typically a recovery problem yeah right you know and you know and often too little injuries can be assigned to, you know, and then they end up leading to bigger injuries. So like th- it can literally be, you're just not recovering. And then, mm-hmm. you know, that area is take taken the brunt and it needs a break. Well, right? yeah,
1: it doesn't recover. It's still inflamed. <laughs> then
0: you go beat it up again and you yeah. just do that for months on end. And then you're like, I don't know why I yeah. tore my
1: rotator cuff. Cause you have
0: to remember our muscles, joints, ligaments, like these things get little, mu- like when we work them out, when we train, they get little, you know, damaged damaged mm-hmm. small amounts of damage and then we rest and recover like we said the magic mm-hmm. and they get repaired and a, and a little bit better right they come back a little bit stronger a little bit better and then yeah they can withstand more but if you just break them down damage them and then don't recover it they're still damaged and then you do more now you did more damage that didn't recover and then added more damage on top of that and mm-hmm. then again, then it recover, And now more, di- you're just digging a deeper hole. So if you visualize it like a straight line, that's the ground, that's the dirt. And your training sessions are digging a little hole. And if you go super hard, tons of volume, tons of intensity, that hole you dig is bigger from that workout. And then, yeah, we need to recover back to that. To the top of the dirt. Yeah, you need more
1: time to get back yeah. up to that base level. And
0: ideally, we want to raise the dirt. But then the reality is, well, if you don't recover fully, you're still in that hole. And then you just dug the hole deeper. Yep. Because you trained again and dug deeper and trained again and dug deeper.
1: And you're never even able to get back yeah. to baseline from that.
0: And then you get deep enough. That's what you, oh, my gosh, I, I can't, I, you know, I can't, I can't even fall asleep. And, um, you know, I'm in a horrible mood. And I have no sex drive. And uh, my appetite's all thrown off. Yeah, you, you need you're gonna need a lot of rest. You're gonna need to walk and do nothing else, maybe, right? Yeah. So now you, you get where you didn't recover and you can't do anything, right? So you just have to accept that um for most people, again, crazy hectic, busy, stressed life, you're on the side of a little bit less. And go back, we have some uh podcast episodes where we talk about like what's the minimum effective dose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those to, are good ones. Don't go below that. Because you get a majority of the benefits from hitting that, and most people should be able to recover. So, like, two strength workouts and, like we said, the walking, and then build on that, right, and see how you feel. But don't be afraid to dip down to just that or just a little over. Like, me personally, my base most of the year is just a little over that minimum effective dose. I normally do three strength training workouts with the walking added in, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Every now and then I'll do maybe some incline treadmill walks, you know, like, So it ups the intensity a little or maybe twice a year I'll do a (laughs) random hit circuit um, or maybe play a sport twice a year. Um, Every now and then I'll train four days a week. So, there's you know, ebbs and flows. But I always know that base and then also the floor. Well, yeah. And the base, like, you know, you can get what you need from that. Yeah. And then I recover. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, if I'm dieting, I'll definitely I'm not going to ramp. Nope. You know, like. That's when I definitely won't do any extra like circuits or hit or anything extra, right? Because now we're adding more stress through I the calorie deficit. And I think
1: that's actually where a lot of people end up. Yeah, they think, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to train more. Like It's time to more. lose weight. I got to sweat more. I got to yeah. burn my calories. When in reality, like, you're just stressing yourself out and making this harder. Uh,
0: the easiest and leanest I ever got, hand in hand, I got the leanest I ever got. And it was the easiest. was when I only trained two days a week and just walked. Mm-hmm. Ten, I, I aimed for 10,000 steps a day, two strength training workouts a week and that was it yeah. but it was hard. it was like hard chain on monday and thursday well, it was mentally hard was, wasn't it itching to yeah. you know i like that third that's session that's
1: the that's the hard part too is you know if you do want that extra yeah, session yeah so then it people
0: is. you know we know we have clients like this they like they're like i need it for my mental sanity so understand again if you're the type i need to go do something every day the more frequent you want to train and we've talked about this before well then the less intense it needs to be yeah the more intense you want to train the less frequent it needs to be you, you got to kind of like scale. There's with, a balance to that. it. Yeah. One goes up, the other goes down. It has to. And then wrapped around that, say that's like this little seesaw. Then you have wrapped all the way around that is your recovery. Mm-hmm. Right? So then if your recovery, your sleep and your nutrition is even worse. Then within that, they they need to be brought down. Brought even brought more. down. Or can be brought up Yeah, if you're on point with those things. So there you go. So yeah. that's, that's your recovery. Hopefully that helps.
1: Yeah. Do a little check in with yourself. See... You know, how am I recovering? How many yeah. of those points did I hit? Yeah. And uh, do I need to make any changes? Again, we generally know. Yeah. We usually have a good idea of when we're not feeling so hot. So
0: mm-hmm. just, you know, good, accurate uh, look at yourself. I'll tell you this because I've been in both places, I've been where I was like overtraining and dra- like there's a place where you can wake up with vigor. You go do your exercises, your workouts. And you feel good, but you almost feel when you're done, you feel like you have even more energy. Mm-hmm. And you go about the rest of your day feeling good. And you fall asleep easy. And then you wake up again with vigor. Like, it's out that, there. That is a real place. You can get there. When, now it's not easy. You have to find this balance of the stuff. But don't think. So many people, I think, think they're just supposed to feel run down. Um, after, during their workout, after their workout, in general, on their overall f- sense of being. It's like, oh, like this is, um, I'm putting in the work. You know, hashtag. Uh, no, no break, no, no things, hashtag, you know, no like, sleep for the week. And, and people try to like wear that as some badge of honor. Yeah, and it's just it's like, not a badge of honor. Yeah. In case anyone's wondering, yeah, and that's not normal. You're not supposed to feel like that.
1: No, and like if, you, bro,
0: you got to sleep. Yeah. So
1: your hustle sucks
0: if you don't sleep. Stop it. Just saying. And if your fitness program's just like a smackdown every workout, like I'm gonna make you as tired as possible. Like get a new trainer, get yeah. a new program, find like, somebody else. Stop doing that. The bro. goal, the goal should never yeah.
1: be just to make people tired. Cause that's that's low skill. Yeah, if you're hopping, that's, up,
0: that's the reality. It's just uh, almost impossible to recover from for most people. Mm-hmm. And I say that because we work with most people. Yeah, like and, I, that's our demographic is yeah. the average person. And we do polls and surveys and nutrition, and we see people's diet logs, we see people's sleep habits, and guess what? Most people don't get enough sleep and eat like crap. Mm-hmm. So guess what? Their training should be scaled down. You got to you need to earn the right to like. Hop on your Peloton six days a week and, like, go, oh you know, balls out with, with Cody. Is that his name? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think I know who you're talking about, though. Yeah. Like, it, like, that's going to run you down. And I know if you're listening, I know you've been there. I know people are like, man, yeah, I got that zombie feeling. Yeah. That Just, little flutter yeah. deep down where you know it's true. You ain't recovering. Every workout digging a deeper hole.
1: Yeah, don't dig, don't dig deep. Also, working out is not therapy. Just had to throw it in there. Yeah,
0: go go to therapy if you need. Yeah, therapy. If you're trying to like uh, fix childhood trauma from a burpee, working out ain't
1: it, man? Yeah. it's, you, it's you, not. You don't. So if you need, if you absolutely feel like you need it to make it through your day to work out, or you're gonna break,
0: then you need to yeah. go talk to somebody. Like when people pick up running, and they're like running's my therapy. Yeah, it's, it's like, not.
1: It might feel good, but you still got some, some deep <laughs> down traumas locked in there that you need to work out. So just my PSA for the day. That's all. Yep. Sometimes people get stuck in that. Oh, it's my therapy. It's not. Anywho. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So that's that. Recovery 101. Mm, that was more like 201. Yeah,
1: that was kind of like two, yeah.
0: <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Recovery 101 uh, yeah that first sentence. But. Yeah. All right. We'll appreciate you for listening.
1: We'll catch you next time. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.